0: Ah, the name is Bootser, baby. Radio Free Galaxy. You know that funk's for me. By the power of the one, we be funkin' for fun, baby.
1: free galaxy i'm travis lee
2: cool makeup crayons <laughs> <laughs> i'm shannon hi <laughs> and this is
1: episode 157 of radio free galaxy thanks for tuning in Woo-hoo! uh christine uh you are christine not cool makeup crayons uh i, I think am. you were referring to one of the videos that i just put up recently yes, on the radio am? free galaxy youtube channel uh, it was a commercial for makeup, a makeup beauty doll or something yes, like that. Yes, it was. And it came with a cool makeup crayon.
2: Yes, cool makeup crayons and comb.
1: <laughs> and comb. And comb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, subscribe to the Radio Free Galaxy YouTube channel. It is growing. Uh, we're almost at a thousand subscribers and almost. Woo! At a, um, <laughs> damn it!
2: It was delayed, but woo!
1: <laughs> I should expect that, but I forget every time that you're gonna do that. <laughs> Uh yeah, almost a thousand videos over there. So go check it out. It's worth your time, I think. And um,
2: it's a rad channel. It
1: yeah. is a rad channel. Thank you. And for And you get noticing. a chance to
2: use makeup crayons and comb
1: and comb. <laughs> <laughs> you'll understand it if you watch the you'll makeup. Go watch it. The you'll, makeup you'll beauty doll commercial that I added recently. You'll understand the whole joke there. Uh, this evening we are going to be talking about. Uh, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, uh, episode two at Aspra per Aspra, uh, at Astra per Aspra. Excuse me, uh, I forgot my two years <laughs> of Latin um, that I did take. And um, we are also going to be talking about uh, the first episode of season six of Black Mirror. Joan is awful. Uh, so. Before that, I just want to remind everybody, please follow us on social media. That's when you'll find out when all of our new episodes drop and anything else interesting that we have to share. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and just that. That's fine. <laughs> and also, like I said earlier, subscribe to the Radio Free Galaxy YouTube channel. I'm, I've am i been on there for the last couple of months posting two to three videos every day, working really hard on it. So, uh, you know... Hit that subscribe button and uh, check your notifications, and you will get annoyed by my notifications <laughs> every single day around 7 to 8 o'clock in the morning uh, when I'm uploading videos. And uh, if somebody would like a Radio Free Galaxy t-shirt, how can they get one, Kristen?
2: All right, so here's what you got to do. You got to go into your good old Google box and type in Radio Free Galaxy public and you should see in the first two uh, listings <laughs> that you should see the gorilla style work of all four of us in our sci-fi cartoonified forms on a t-shirt in a lot of other stuff that I've created over time but yeah that shirt is totally wicked
1: I think we got to come up with a new version of the shirt uh, to include Shannon she's been on enough yes. episodes now where I think she gets a spot on a shirt. So.
2: Oh, I've been in the works uh, right now <laughs> with a Shannon style. But I, as part of my thing, I never show until I am finished.
0: All right. Well, but I'm honored. Well. I don't know about the
2: t-shirt, but totally
0: want to have a cartoon. Yes.
1: Yes. You deserve to be on a t-shirt. If oh, yeah. if, if we deserve it, Shannon deserves it. We certainly don't deserve it. No, so. we're, we're But if we deserve it, she deserves it. And yeah. we don't deserve it. But we have one anyway. And if you want to buy one... Actually, they're on sale right now uh, if anybody wants to buy one. But the sale's going to be over by the time you hear this, so I don't know why I'm saying it. But the sales <laughs> happen frequently on TV Public, So you could just, you know, if you're listening to this, check if there's a sale. Buy one anyway, even if it's not on sale.
0: <laughs> do and it, do it, do yeah. it.
1: But if you find it on sale, today they're on sale for like $16. So that, that that's quite a, steal, a deal, dude. man.
0: They are. I'm currently browsing <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you, you can get more than just a t-shirt. You can get it, you know, you can get the logo on all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but... bags,
2: pillows, mugs, even on a, like, a phone backing. Or even a pin. You can buy a pin or a magnet to put on your fridge of the Radio Free Galaxy. Logo. Logo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not us specifically. That would be a very strange way to and open your fridge.
1: look soon for one with Shannon it two, because that'll be coming. All right. Anyway, let's get to Black Mirror. We... Christine, me and you and Adam as well—we all love Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's such a cool show dealing with you know uh, mostly what could happen if tech gets out of control it's basically the twilight zone of like tech issues really right
2: yeah it's also kind of like uh the tales of old about like oh if you stay up too late your fingers will get cut off by some german witch or something so like there's a kind of like a weird spin to the morales of society and this is just so happens to be dealing with Some of the Newer Age stuff we have with some of the darker sides of, you know. It's their tales of morality. Most
1: of them are tales of morality and and also uh, warnings of where technology could get out of control. Uh, Almost all of them are that. I mean, there's some that aren't, but most of them have to do with technology. Yes. And and some act some near technology or technology that we already have. If it could just get out of control.
2: Yeah. Like what if we decided to put, I don't know, a streaming service on steroids, like, and also with, you know, stuff we do every day. But what if there was just a little bit, you know, deeper and darker to that?
1: Right. Uh, Shannon, I know, I know you're muted right now and you haven't watched any, uh, I I don't think you watched black mirror. Have you watched any of it ever?
0: I've, I think I watched a couple and the first season came out way yeah. back when.
1: Yeah. And you're just not into it, it's just not your thing or
0: it's it always comes down to there's far more interesting things I'd rather watch okay. and I end up watching those instead.
1: Okay. I did. I cause I heard you mention earlier that it was just like, oh, it's not really my thing and I'm like, I'm watching this episode and I'm like, this is very much I think Shannon's saying I don't know Shannon's like <laughs> I don't know everything about Shannon but I'm watching this episode well, and and I'm like dude this is
2: to be fair Black Mirror is like an anthology you have episodes mm-hmm. that are done by different peoples like right. uh, Ron Howard's daughter had done an episode uh, previously in some of the earlier seasons so if you catch one of the episodes and I mean there are some pretty big doozies in the lineup of Black Mirror especially from season one if you happen to catch the wrong episode I can understand it being a complete turn off yeah. There's, like, one in season one, it's either first or second episode with a dude and a pig. And, it, like, I can understand. Yes, that was where, horrible. That was terrible. Yeah. Well, I can understand where it's like, yeah. you know what? If you caught that episode, I can understand your distaste for watching this. But then there's ones that are very... saying Junipero? Yeah. Yeah. There's like, but there are episodes that are put in here that you're not going to know if they're going to be good or not until you watch them. But there's a few really sweet touching things they do with technology in earlier episodes. And this one is actually one of those episodes, I would say, at least try watching it. Yeah. Because it does have a lot of the elements I think you would be interested in a sci-fi. Right, right sci-fi type. I
1: I highly suggest the San Junipero episode. Uh, It's really great storytelling and this one isn't one of the the greatest episodes of Black Mirror I've seen but I think you would appreciate this one very much as well. So the name of the episode is Joan is Awful and the idea is there's this woman Joan and she's like a corporate middleman basically at a tech company and she's kind of awful she's kind of awful and dispassionate and um she's not happy with her relationship she doesn't uh she's kind of a shit boss uh yeah just like very non-compassionate and just
2: but not, like, the worst person that could possibly be out there. Right. I mean, like, not not good by any means. Not but, a terrible
1: person, but, but awful. But
2: enough to be where, like, uh, like, this character really sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she's um, not like, great. Yeah, like, I don't see where this is going. But then yeah. in this episode... Uh, What ends up happening is uh...
1: she goes home. She goes home after being awful all day
2: uh, (laughs)
1: in several different ways, like like not totally terrible, but just kind of awful. She goes home and she turns on Streamberry, which is the Black Mirror equivalent of Netflix. And it even has the same Netflix sounds and everything. Yeah. And loading screen. And she finds out there's a show, a new streaming show called Joan is Awful. And that's her name. And it's streaming on Netflix. And basically it's showing her entire day that just happened of her being awful, but played by Selma Hyatt. Yes.
2: Oh, and no. like in more overly dramatic in areas of the awfulness, where it's like it's kind of like watching The Grinch if she was a CEO boss. Yeah. In the new age, right? So, now.
1: And, but it was just the day that she just yes. she just got done with this day, and all of a sudden she's watching a Netflix show of Selma Hayek. Uh, playing her and being awful of doing saying exactly the same things that she just said during the day, wearing the same things with her hair done the same way. She's like, how is this even possible? And
2: like, you know, Chris, her uh, fiance, he leaves. And then of course the next day, everyone is shunning her because everyone has seen the show. Yeah. Like somehow that very day, everyone has watched. (laughs) Joan is awful. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, you know, the next day, like, they fire her, you know, because, I guess, like, they leaked um, private information during her firing of that, like, woman that she had earlier the day before. And it's, like, how did they even get this? And, like, one of the running jokes for this episode is, like, well, you did sign the Netflix or the Streamberry agreement. Well, let's... Oh let's save time. the spoilers okay. let's
1: save the let's save the spoilers i i i would like people to watch this episode and and there there is some pretty big spoilers about how this all happened but damn is it interesting it started out i was a little unsure of it i'm like where is this going i like i've kind of seen this premise before and everything but where it goes is pretty creative pretty inventive I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't watched it because it is very new to streaming. Um, But it basically has to do with, uh, you know, beware of what you accept for user agreements and things like that on the internet because they could theoretically come back to To really bite you in the ass in the age of AI. In the age of quantum computers, which might be coming, and in the age of AI, uh, all those user agreements and stuff that you're agreeing to all the time without reading them could possibly come back to seriously mess you up and could give the wrong people power over your life. And that's what this episode is all about. And well, I mean, it's about so much more than that, but at its base... you're you're absolutely
2: right like the
1: the tech horror scenario that happens in here is like yeah yeah but is it going to make anyone read their... No, no, it's
2: not. Like, you're absolutely right. I don't want to spoil this episode. It's actually really good because, like, you're right. It is about a tale of morality. And the thing is that what I do like and don't like about Black Mirror is it does make you cringe a bit because you don't know where it it's going to go. makes you cringe a
1: lot. But the yeah. thing
2: is, I like the idea of, like, people getting a good look at themselves and what's going to happen and should make you feel sick. It should make you feel like, ugh. I don't want to be a part of a society that wants to do this and everyone just accepts it. And these tales, which yeah, it's like tales from the crypt, except, you know, new age. Yeah. And like this episode was good. I'm hoping that, I don't know, is there five or six more episodes to this season? I hope that... Uh, I uh, think
1: there's six episodes, yeah. Okay,
2: I'm really hoping that they keep the ball rolling and keep it interesting because the last season, or was it the season before that, I just really had a bad taste left in my mouth because they just like...
1: It depends. It all depends depends on the the creators that get involved with them and the stories (laughs) they choose to tell. Uh, some of them are better than others, but I think this is a very good start to yes, season six, I and I can't wait to watch more. And we will review more uh, as we watch them uh, throughout the season and, and on future episodes. But yeah, I think this is a smashing start to solid s- wear, dude. to season six of yeah. Black Mirror. I love this show so much. And yeah, there are, you know, kind of messed up episodes like the pig episode, but I mean, there are great episodes, like yes. I said before, like San Junipero uh the white christmas episode uh Mm -hmm. in this one a lot a lot of other ones a lot of really awesome episodes so anyway let's get to strange new worlds uh episode (laughs) so this is season two episode two uh the title of the episode is ad astra per aspera which uh believe it or not was my um the motto of my high school uh that was the the motto of my high school is you know uh to the stars through hardship or you could also say it through hard work yeah. we always we, we learned it as through hard work in um but i mean you can interpret it different ways uh but same difference uh, i i took two years of latin in high school and our latin teacher that's what he told us it was so <laughs> I believe my Latin teacher from uh, 25 years ago more than I believe even Star Trek. So, and uh, <laughs> but yeah, they just yeah. were
0: putting a nice spin on it for you the, high schoolers. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. They wanted us to work hard. They didn't <laughs> want it to be hardship, you know. But the the idea of it, though, you know, like we we do have to sacrifice some of our comforts, and we do have to sacrifice. Uh, Uh, you know, some things to get where we want to go. If we want to achieve goals in our life, uh, whatever they be, whether it's the stars or something terrestrial, we have to give up things. We have to feel a little pain. And I, you know, that's one of my biggest criticisms of newer generations, younger generations that aren't, necessarily uh us <laughs> generation <laughs> x or what you know even millennials or whatever um they haven't had to suffer enough okay and when i say that i refer to especially like musicians and bands things that get popular i don't have any respect for them if they haven't had to suffer on the way up because there is a level of artistry and just humanity that comes from learning and the, the pain of, of going through life and being rejected a million times and, you know, sacrificing for the thing that you love to do. Uh, you know, Generation X and, and generations back from that, we anything we wanted to do in life, we had to work usually really hard for it. You know, at least the common people always did. And through that hard work comes, that's how you build your character. That's how you come into being the adult or the person that you eventually hopefully turn out to be, which, you know, is your completed form or whatever. And, um, I see a lot of younger people growing up and they don't have to go through a lot of the hardships that prior generations have to go through and they expect to get the success and the results uh, without going through those things. I don't know where I'm going with all of this, well, no, but it's always it. been it's always been uh, something that I've thought about that that one statement ever since high school. And I learned the meaning of it. Uh, it's always something that I've, I've thought about and respected that you kind of do not only have to suffer for your art, but you have to suffer for your life. And, and, and learning to overcome that suffering, learning not to fear that suffering, uh, you know, in Buddhism, they teach that all, all life leads to suffering and overcoming that suffering is the key to enlightenment. And that's basically the same thing, you know, uh, through suffering, we are healed through suffering. We are healed and made whole And if you never have to go through that, what can you ever really learn? Exactly. Right? You can't always just learn from reading history books or reading an article or reading a meme. Like you have to go out and do the thing and fail at the thing and be hurt by the thing to come out on the other side better.
2: Well, you got to be hungry in order to grow. I mean, it's not going to be comfortable, but that's how you learn, you adapt.
1: Right.
2: I think part of it is just doing your time.
0: Yes, like you have to start at the bottom rung and yeah. then you learn yeah. and if you're just rewarded with with more you don't understand all the time that had to be put into right and all the lessons you learn on your way up
1: Exa- exactly sometimes going through the motions even when you don't have to is so much re- more rewarding than actually doing it and all of this and um, look We're talking about Star Trek here, but all of this applies to this episode that I'm talking about, because Star Trek has something they have some growing up to do in in this episode, particularly. But I mean, like they have some growing up to do. We're dealing with some very complex issues in in uh, racial issues, species issues, genetic modification issues, uh, prejudice, uh, all, all kinds of things we're dealing with. this an episode. This is uh, this is like top level Star Trek. First of all, I love a Star Trek trial, and this entire episode is just a trial. No action, none of that, and uh, we're dealing with the the trial, uh, the the. Is it a court martial, Shannon, that she's dealing well, it's with? It's just
0: um, they're charging her.
1: Yeah. For right. lying. Right. And <laughs> they've charging. caught her and she's
0: in trouble and right. it's not a, they're actually looking to kick her out of Starfleet. So yeah. it's not even a court martial. They're they're gonna dishonorably yeah. discharge her.
1: Right. So Unichin Riley, the first the first officer of the Enterprise at this time, is an Alarian. They're genetically modified. Uh, at least some of them are and she's one of them she lied on they're not allowed to be part of starfleet uh according to starfleet's rules uh they have a bunch of reasons why and everything we don't necessarily have to get into but she lied on her application to get into star trek because or starfleet excuse me uh into the academy because she thought you know she says in this episode yeah
0: She knew she wouldn't be allowed in if she didn't.
1: She wouldn't be allowed in, but she wanted to be a part of this diverse uh, conglomeration of people that were working to better themselves Mm -hmm. to get to the stars through hard work. And she saw that as she wanted to be a part of that, she wanted to help that along, and she also wanted to escape, basically, the persecution that she was dealing with as part of being an Illyrian. And... You guys talk about this, this episode. There's so much to it, man.
0: Yeah, there is a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you get background on April. You get background on uh, a lot of background on Una <clears throat> to put her life in perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a number of cute little asides too. I love a sassy Spock.
1: Oh God, <laughs> he's so sassy.
2: Like, I'm sorry for that outburst. outburst. <laughs> i'm sorry you had to see that it's like it's like we won't tell anybody about that what spock (laughs) Um,
0: but yeah it's it's pretty classic star trek they take a a large social issue Mm. and they put it right front and center they don't hide from it they they bring it all out and uh, they likened it to an existing racial issue, which is still ongoing in the world today. Yep. And they put their little Star Trek spin on it, right. but um, you, especially older, older people, can remember some of those same things happening, but for other ethnicities. Right. <clears throat> so just hearing it and hearkening back to it, and um,
1: yeah, just putting Alarians in. I mean, you you can. Mm-hmm use it for any number oh, yeah. of of races and time periods on earth where people have been treated this way and much much worse mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. than this and you can you can automatically empathize with it and you know just putting this matey uppie name malarian on it is star trek does such a good job of you know connecting all of the dots to actual events in human history That, I mean, when you make the case for it in trial and point, you know, it's like, and you point the finger back at Starfleet, I mean, they can't help but not, you know, find her not guilty. I mean, it's just...
2: Well, one of the things that... Oh, I'm sorry, Shannon. Um, One of the things that I absolutely adore about Star Trek is that It does it through rational thought and talking and actually just changing the perspective of how things are. Instead of doing something with your fist, they decided, you know, like, let me show you and represent why this should no longer be a thing. Yes, you had a eugenics war. okay, but the people that didn't do anything or were born like this should not be prosecuted on just how they they are, who they are. It's like it's clear that, you know, Una through 25 years of being through starfleet was not some monster she looked up for people she like saved countless lives and because she you know who she is should not be basically like you know thrown aside from you know starfleet and basically they don't want to acknowledge that they made a mistake and it just it's too archaic
1: right uh i'm you know uh this is so, there's so there's so much to get into here. I don't I don't even know where to put this, but I mean, um it's it's heavy. It's it's definitely heavy. Uh the the way they the way they dealt with this episode. I'm just at, I'm just at a loss for words. I just got done watching this episode and this crew I said it last week when we were talking about episode 1 of season 2 that this crew is just it's easily becoming one of my favorite crews of Star Trek crews of all time. I mean, it's right up there with the Next Generation and the original series. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just so in love with each member of this crew. And even though we didn't get any Carol Kane in this episode, <laughs> like, I'm still, I'm still so enamored by the addition of her to this, to this crew. We didn't get to talk to you about that last week, Shannon, but, I mean, Carol Kane, <laughs> right? I mean, like, if you're gonna replace Hammer, like, I was so sad about him dying, but then you replace him with Carol Kane, and I'm like, my god, this show is genius. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They they really haven't done me wrong at all. And Pike, in this episode, was so touching. But we have to talk about uh, the woman that played, the actress that played... uh, Nira. Yeah, the defense attorney, uh, Nira. Uh, Her name is... Excuse me if I get this wrong, but I'm I'm really gonna try. Uh, her name is Yatide Badaki. Does that sound about right, you guys?
2: I have no idea. Okay. I I don't know. I've never I've never probably his last name, but I don't have no idea on the first name.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: But uh, man, she was fantastic. She carried this episode. She carried this episode and was just it's one of the best. Uh, courtroom dramas I've ever seen I know. it's an, one of the best courtroom dramas I've ever seen I mean a law and order episode broke out in the middle of Star <laughs> Trek and it was the best law and order episode I've ever seen uh, not necessarily the best Star Trek episode I've ever seen but one of the best law and order episodes yes. I've ever seen and it broke out in the middle of this science fiction show and my god I'm I'm just like I I, I want more people to watch this show. Yes. I, what can I do to get more people to watch this show I mean it is fantastic I want this show to play out and, and play out it's entire story I do not want this show to be cancelled early before they get to tell their entire story please don't drag it out but allow this creative team to tell their own story whether they have a five season plan or they want to do a, a seven season plan because it's supposed to be seven years until uh, Pike's Eminent disaster, accident, accident, whatever you want to say. Uh, I, I hope they really get to play this out because this crew is, and everybody just gets better and better. Uh, yeah. The lawn in this episode was yeah. so good too, and it looked yeah. like she might have eased her uh, hair being pulled back just a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I I know, I know it's a little cosmetic thing, but her hair being pulled back uh, bothers me a little bit because I'm just worried about the dryness on her scalp. <laughs> I just don't want to get a really dry, itchy scalp from having your hair pulled back. When I used to have a ponytail, I, like I used to have long hair, really long hair, I didn't get a haircut for like seven years. It was beautiful. Right. But towards the end of it, you know, it gets too damn long and I ended up wearing it in ponytails a lot. And because I'm such a control freak, I would wear it too tight when I first started doing that. And I know, I know what happens <laughs> to your forehead and your scalp. It's all bad. <laughs> You gotta ease that you gotta ease that up a little bit. But it fits the character so well because she is so buttoned up. She is so buttoned up and tight like that and everything is in order and she needs to be tactical and everything and I understand that. But also at the same time I end up looking at her and focusing on the hairline. I know it's weird, I know it's weird, but I really do end up focusing on a hairline like I love your hair, it looks great, but just
0: ease it back a little
1: bit. Let your let your forehead breathe. Honey. I, don't know. I
0: liked her interaction with Uhura, and I loved oh that Uhura God. stood up for herself.
1: I love that she stood up for herself, because she could have. Been, she's a brand new ensign, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She could have said, yes sir, I'm going to do exactly what you tell me to. I object, but mm-hmm. I'm, I have to follow your orders. And She was like, no, I am not <laughs> going to look into personal logs. Uh, uh, this is a slippery slope, man, yeah. you cannot mm-hmm. do that. You know, Lana was really asking a lot of her to do that. It is not a simple thing to just mm-hmm. start looking into all of the personal logs. Mm-hmm. You know, like not just a few, like all of them.
2: Yeah, where does it stop if that is where you want to go for this case? And I understand it's for a friend, but there's a point where it's like, yeah, where does it end? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. There was just so many, there's so much to the story. Are we allowed to talk about spoilers? Sure, yeah. Okay. On this, yes, because they had um, they had that undercurrent of oh my god, who turned her in? Who turned her in? And you know they're trying to figure out what happened. And Lan feels horrible because she feels like something might have happened, and mm-hmm. you know her logs got out or something. And then at the very end, she's like, "No, I turned myself in." Yeah. And it's like, "What? Holy crap!"
1: <laughs> I mean, that's the perfect that's the perfect story twist to it all. Yeah, it really is like. You didn't think there was necessarily going to be a twist? Is you're like, who could it be? Could it be Spock? I mean, does he have something uh, yeah. to gain? You well, know, well, and that,
0: and you know, is that the technicality that gets her off?
1: Right, <clears throat> uh, but no, it was herself.
2: Yeah. Well, dude, that is like so extremely brave to put yourself up for prosecution. Whether or mm-hmm. not she was assuming that it would go where, you know, she's going to mm-hmm. be dishonored and basically banned from Starfleet, and they're going to basically wipe every record she was there and. Like you can't live with yourself like that, or the two years they were originally giving her, and then it's like, well, now we're looking at 20 years in a penal colony, mm-hmm. where like it just shoot me at that point. And, but the idea of like, look, I, I'm tired of hiding. I mm-hmm. I don't. I shouldn't have to. I was born this way. You've seen what I can do. Like, this seems like a really ridiculous thing to be put on trial for.
1: Yeah, and Rebecca Romaine in this episode oh was fantastic. She's yeah. just so good. Oh, God. And
0: I, I liked that they didn't throw it out on a technicality. Yeah. I liked... I did like it when the um, Vulcan Admiral came back and he goes, yeah, that's a touching story. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like, right? <laughs> totally on point. He's like, "That that's very touching, that's very emotional, but it yeah. doesn't negate that you lied. Right. And he like, brought it right back and you're like, oh my god, she's still in jeopardy, oh my god. Yeah. And then <clears throat> Nira pulls out, well, there's two laws actually that apply in this case. Yeah. And let's just figure out, you know, I'll leave it to you guys, you know, your feelings and your, <laughs> your morals and You guys decide which law is more appropriate in this case.
1: Yeah. And, and in a public courtroom like that, I mean, it's clearly being broadcast because the crew mm-hmm. of the Enterprise is you watching it. it. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. They're like, who's flying the ship, <laughs> you know, like at the end, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that when they're all watching the trial, I'm like, somebody should be flying the ship, right? They're
2: screwing with the lights? <laughs> <laughs> they're on space dock. Exactly. They're, they're, <laughs> they're
1: not flying around. They're, yeah, exactly.
2: a, a space autopilot, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> and I also, like, I don't know why, but I did appreciate that they didn't make pike be the savior of this episode by having a long speech but i love him with his speeches he's an absolute beautiful man to look at while he's doing his speeches but they allowed the trial to go with you know nira and una and my god i want to see more of nira and yeah stuff. They, like, they, oh my god. they
1: let the larian save themselves yes. you know instead mm-hmm. of having some you know other person from another race or another gender or another species come in and you know tell S- Starfleet what's right or wrong yeah. you know instead they they let them save themselves yes or at least be put put themselves up for judgment you know and not be defended by anyone else
2: yeah because like how, oh go ahead oh no go ahead I was going to say, uh, Nira said, like, this is the biggest platform Illyrian um, has ever been allowed to be on. Let me do this so we can get, like, some stepping stones put in here. So one day we can have more people from our species actually being in Starfleet without fearing prosecution. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. But they couldn't have Pike stand up. No. Because he was part of a conspiracy so you needed to keep him back otherwise as it happened at the very end where he's like it's a conspiracy because he knew and it's he's known for four months and that's a different trial than the one they were trying to to keep it to. yeah
1: yeah yeah i I mean yeah that's clearly wrong but then when you turn it over and say that she was actually asking for asylum it Mm -hmm. makes it a whole different thing was she really asking for asylum? Well, I mean, not in those words, mm-hmm. but in the spirit of it, yes. In the spirit of it. I think if this was a real trial, I like a real trial in like our times, I don't think this would have gone the way. No matter what no. your feelings are, you still mm-hmm. have to go with the laws. the law. And then if you want to change the laws, I, I don't know, doing it from the bench is always the best place, but our our benches in our country seem to think that's the best way to change laws is to do it from the bench even though you're not supposed to well okay um yeah anyway i don't think it would have held up in one of our courts uh this argument but it was the right move right yeah yeah morally mm-hmm. maybe not legally
2: i don't know courtrooms are very confusing so it's just <laughs> best to say in the future we're a little bit better than who we are now
1: and that's what star trek's all about right yes. Yeah, That's what Star Trek is supposed to be all about. We settle our differences, not with our fists, but with our minds. And uh, we talk about things, we discuss things, and it, we may disagree, but we come to an agreement at the end that will advance all of us. And that's exactly... This, this episode was very much the spirit of Star Trek. Even though you're dealing with racial prejudices and bigotry and all of this kind of stuff and... Subterfuge and Breaking Laws, I mean, it very much was the heart of Gene Roddenberry's Star Trek. Mm -hmm. That in the near future, we can just be a little bit better than we are now. And, you know, to the stars through hardship or hard work, however you want to put it. However your Latin teacher taught it to you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Before we move on, I just want to point out that it was really cool to hear a little bit about April's command of the ship.
1: Yeah, and I know. I was so I am so hungry now for that show.
0: <laughs> it was cool and to to have his feet put to the fire. I mean, he wasn't on trial and they pointed that out. Yeah. But to go, you know, when it was convenient for you to ignore the rules, mm-hmm. you did.
1: <laughs> and all Star Trek captains do. It's oh, kind of, yeah. it's it's kind of the it's kind of being an explorer. It's being on space that you have to ad-lib a lot. You have to ad-lib a lot. You're maybe l- hundreds and light years away from the next starbase or anyone that can you know give you permission to do something and you've got to act you've got to act a planet might be ready to blow up a whole civilization mm-hmm. might be ready to be lost you've got to do something you know
0: figure it out yeah, yeah. yep <sighs> anyway is it? um ask for, for no beg for forgiveness instead of asking for permission
1: yeah that's right and that's what most Star Trek captains end up having to do—is ask for forgiveness later. <laughs> to hell with the Prime Directive. <laughs> I <laughs> did
0: kind of like expect them to maybe bring up the discovery thing, yeah. but they didn't. They did manage to keep that one back. Yeah.
1: So, all right. Anyway, this is this is great. It was a, a two fantastic episodes that we oh, watched God. this yeah. evening: Black Mirror and Strange New Worlds. I highly recommend both of them. Uh, I think we might be doing a movie review next week. I don't know which one we're going to see this week. We haven't we haven't seen a lot of new movies, so we're going to get back to them. There's been some pretty good TV happening, so we've been doing a lot of those reviews, but I think we're going to get back to doing a movie review next week. And as well, we'll continue with probably back Black Mirror and Strange New Worlds next week, because we're just so into that, but uh, we'll get a movie in there somewhere. And maybe it'll be... We'll get to that Avatar Way of Water uh, <laughs> review one of these days. One day. One of these days we'll torture ourselves by watching that movie and bringing you our thoughts.
2: We'll have plenty of snacks.
1: All right. Thank you all for listening to episode 157 of Radio Free Galaxy. It's been a blast. Uh, we appreciate it. Please remember to leave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts and the Spotify app and subscribe to the Radio Free Galaxy YouTube channel. Buy a T-shirt. Uh, Do whatever else you need to do to support us. Uh, We would really, really appreciate it. We'll see you next time on Radio Free Galaxy.
2: Bye. Bye.